Hello, friend. It seems like every time I approach this microphone for the Monday broadcast of this program, it always feels like it's been so long since we last spoke to each other. Well, I appreciate the fact that even though it's only been a weekend since some of you heard my voice, I appreciate that you are back, that you're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast today. I appreciate that greatly. It's an honor. It's a privilege to be speaking to you right now. I'm looking forward to what God has laid on my heart for these next few moments, and we'll introduce it with this. Not long ago, in the day-to-day operations of Bible Tracts Incorporated, this 80-plus-year-old ministry based out of Illinois that ships gospel tracts around the world, not long ago, I was having a conversation with somebody. And I was not being abrasive, I was not being irritable, but I was being very pointed. We were having a conversation about something that was needed for this ministry to take the next step forward. I'll leave out some of the details, but I told this person, bluntly but kindly, that I'm going to convey three things, if you'll allow me. Number one, I'm going to tell you the what. Here is what I want. Here's what I think God is leading us towards. After I explain the what, I'm going to communicate the why. It's very difficult to move any organization, any ministry, any church, any family forward without a why. And so for us to take this leap and for the what to be given to me, for the what to be possible, I need to explain the why. But then, beyond that, I'm going to tell you how all of this will be possible. This opportunity, this next step forward, it was a little bit of a, of a big leap. And to make sure that this person understood that our reach was not going to exceed our grasp, I had to explain the what, the why, and the how. And that's what I'm going to do today. We're going to find ourselves in the book of 1 Samuel in our Bible study today. 1 Samuel chapter 3, I hope that you'll find your way there with me. 1 Samuel chapter 3, before we begin there, I'd like to read something for you. Just a little reminder about the efficacy, about the purpose, about the possibilities tied to gospel tracts. Now, I realize this may seem a little bit self-serving for me to be drumming up support and promoting our products, but on a program called Bible Tract Echoes, it would be a little out of place if I didn't talk about gospel tracts, wouldn't it? So allow me this liberty for just a moment, and then we will jump into the Bible study, I promise. A pastor friend from up in Wisconsin shared this with me not long ago, and I want to share it with you as well. Here's what it says. Gospel tracts can be a very effective method of evangelism. If the biblical gospel is presented in a clear and understandable manner, God will use it. Of course, he promises that in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10, 11 or so. Anytime God's word goes forth, it is powerful and it is effective. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that people who are not otherwise effective communicators can overcome such a weakness by the use of gospel tracts. 
They are an excellent choice when you simply do not have time to stop and witness to someone. Gospel tracts can be left in strategic locations for people to later pick up and read. But, I must tell you, there are perhaps two primary weaknesses and issues with gospel tracts. First, this. There are several prominent gospel tract publishers who produce tracts in which the gospel is not as clear as it should be. Some of the pseudo-Christian cults are also well known for having tract ministries. Before you consider handing out a gospel tract, please, I implore you, read it closely and do some research on its publisher. Make sure that the gospel is clearly presented. If the track endorses a website or other source of information, ensure that the message presented there is biblical. And let me pause in my recitation of this article to say this parenthetically, that I have been very slow and I have been very, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, hesitant, that's what it is, hesitant about throwing stones at any other ministry. And I believe you could go back through the over, well over, a year and a half of recordings that Micah McCurry, myself, that I've done as a part of this program, and you'd be hard-pressed to find any places, if you can, maybe you can count them on less than one hand, the amount of times that I've done so. And I will not do so now, but I will speak in general terms and follow up what was just said here by saying, you must be careful. And can I also say, be careful with our products as well. Bible Tracks Incorporated, Micah McCurry, Paul Levine, my predecessor, Mark Smith, none of us have been or ever will be perfect. I, I guess I should back up. Until we cross heaven's gates, which Paul Levine has, until then, we will not be perfect in the eyes of God or in the eyes of men, and we should not be considered such. Just because we produce something, sure, if you have a fondness for Paul Levine and Bob Finley, if you have a fondness for me and my family and, and you think that we can do no wrong, I appreciate that. But anything I say on this program, especially when we're speaking of things of a biblical nature, doctrine, theology, compare scripture with scripture, hold me up to the litmus test, the standard of God's word, any ministry that would have a problem with being compared and contrasted with God's word is one that I would be careful of. And so I reiterate, I'm not throwing stones at any other ministry, but when I say pseudo-Christian cults or prominent gospel track publishers who produce tracks in which the gospel is not as clear as it should be, I say that very carefully because I ask you, be careful with the gospel tracks that you use. Secondly, we continue on, some people rely entirely on gospel tracts and purposefully avoid directly sharing the gospel with others. Giving someone a gospel tract is easier than personally sharing the gospel. We know that's true. While there are definitely many situations where giving a gospel tract is entirely appropriate, there are other situations where only a personal gospel presentation will suffice. We are all to be ready, willing, and able to share the gospel. If you're looking for some scriptural backing to that statement, Matthew 28, 19, and 20, Acts 1, 8, 1 Peter 3, 15. 
Gospel tracts can be an important and valuable aspect of sharing the gospel, but it should not be the sole means of our outreach. What a great reminder for us. And to the pastor friend up in Wisconsin that shared this with me, if you're listening right now, thank you so much. That was phenomenal. I hope it was a blessing to you as well. Let's jump into the Bible story. I took a little bit longer with explanation than I hope to. So let's jump in. 1 Samuel chapter number 3, verse number 1 says this. And the child, Samuel, ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. Now, let's pause for a moment and give a little bit of introduction. It is that time of year. You know what I'm talking about? That dead space around New Year's or after Christmas. But it's that time of year when New Year's resolutions are dreamed up and when they are implemented, and when they fall by the wayside, and we are confronted with the fact that we, sadly, are going to be the same people we were last year. Nothing has changed. More wrinkles, less physical ability. But besides that, besides the the cons, besides the bad things, it's hard sometimes to see the silver lining in this time of year. Aren't you a little tired of it? Tired of the the same old, same old, you know what I'm talking about? The same old, same old. Let me encourage you. Maybe right now you find yourself in a rut. Maybe you understand what the nation of Israel, here in 1 Samuel chapter 3, what they were feeling in the time frame of this verse. Now, you probably, you may be familiar with the story of little Samuel and the call of God on his life that began when his mother was so fervently praying for a son. God granted her that plea, and she promised him back to God. We know that story, but I'd like to bring today just a small application from this verse and the context around it. Israel, God's nation, is in a rut. God doesn't seem to be speaking to anyone, not to his prophets, not to his priests, not to his people. Israel at this time, realize, is basically a theocratic system of government, a theocracy, meaning God is the head of their government. And that means when God is not speaking, they effectively have no leadership. We're going to draw application from the story a little later on. But before that, here is my intention. Here is the what. I'm telling you what we're talking about. I mentioned that at the beginning of the program today. Here's the what. Get off the hamster wheel. What, what, what are you talking about, Brother Micah? Get off the hamster wheel. For those of you that are regular church attenders, you probably walked through the doors of your church if you go to church between 50 and 150 times this year or this past year. Aren't you sick of putting on a good face when you feel empty inside? Aren't you done with the sham of enjoying the Christian life and actually want the peace that passeth all understanding? Maybe something needs to change. Aren't you tired of the show? Aren't you tired of the form with no function? Isn't it time to get off the hamster wheel? Today, 
I've explained, in short, the what. Tomorrow on this broadcast, I'm going to ask you to join me because we are going to dive deep and talk about the why. Why should we get off the hamster wheel? I'm using, of course, an allegory, a figure of speech, that hamster wheel, that place where you are moving, you feel like you're doing something, you tire yourself out, but in effect, you don't actually go anywhere. It's time to get off the hamster wheel. That's the what today. Tomorrow, we discuss the why. I'd love to hear from you. Would you mind reaching out to me if you have a question, a comment, a concern? Text me right now. Here's my phone number. 309-316-7240. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.